Man, so do you realize we've been doing this for almost a year now? I mean, it's September, so this has been going no? on. Yeah. That's not right. No, you don't think you... Yeah, we got started, like, at the beginning of the year. Well, we recorded our first episode before uh, the new year, and then we released it, like, I want to say January 3rd or something like that. Oh, okay. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. What, did you think it was shorter or longer? Shorter. Ah, gotcha. I was thinking it was just January, and I was like, it's only September. January 4th is what it says on here. Yep. yep. But that's right, we did record it early. I forgot about that. Mm Mm-hmm. I think we sat on it for, like, maybe a week and a half or something like that. We were just like, let's just get it out there, you know. Yeah. Everything lined up, so we finally went ahead and just put it out. I think we were worried about the logo or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But as we've uh, come to learn, that's uh, a pretty common issue that podcasts have because everybody had that same logo (laughs) this is a sidebar thing that we don't have to talk about on the show but is is height an important thing in dating no why is that a thing that's definitely something i'm gonna leave in and yeah it's interesting because yeah i mean even when i was like looking at stuff like that in just a cursory sort of way Uh you know just like out of curiosity and all that stuff like yeah they want you to spell out the um, your like, exact height. The exact height. They want you to like the smoking thing. Okay, I can understand that because if yeah, you're out on a date, that's yeah, that's different. Yeah, if you're out on a date and somebody has upper respiratory issues, that that can be a problem down the line. Um, having kids, of course, that's that could come into play. You know, that's that's definitely a preference. Yeah. Um, drinking, not so much. You know. Because it's more it depends. of a, yeah, it, it depends. If someone's a heavy drinker, yeah, like I, I do have those rules of like I don't want to deal with a smoker, I don't want to deal with a heavy drinker. Heavy drinker, sure, but I mean, of course, even that—that's something that I feel like you kind of need to get to know about a person, like yeah, through absolutely. dating. Because like, all right, so I consider heavy drinking somebody that drinks every day of the week. Like I know people that can like down a bottle of wine a night and still be okay, but. Yeah, there's like people that drink heavily that just go nuts on the weekend, you know? Yeah. And yeah. then they just like pass out. They just black out. But the out. height thing is so weird. Yeah, the it's height such thing. A weird thing. Yeah, I was, I was getting around the block to that. But yeah, the height thing, I don't know. I mean, you have preferences, obviously, about what type of person that you imagine yourself with. But the height thing is, it, at least it shouldn't be a deal breaker. I understand, I mean, I understand, like, looks, because you have to be attracted to someone. I understand a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's, like, super, I understand superficial things. I know everyone's, like, I don't want to be super, I don't want to do this and that. It's, like, no, bitch, you have to be, (laughs) you have to be attracted to someone. So I understand a lot of that superficial stuff, and that's totally, it, it varies from person to person, though. So just because you're not attracted to one person doesn't mean you're not attractive. You're just not that person's type. But right. the height thing is just weird to me. I know it's very that strange. It, it seems like that's more of like a personal thing. You know, I mean, even yeah. if people don't flat out come out and say it, a lot of folks want to be close to the same height as their partner. They, you know, just the, the societal norms, you want the guy to be a little bit taller in those type of situations. Yeah. You know, I know that there's a whole complex with guys if they're not tall enough. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I, I, I think that that's weird. 
Yeah, I know they they joke around and say some guys suffer from Napoleon complex. I don't know if that's yeah. like a real thing or not, but I know a lot. I of- think it's a real thing, like culturally. But Napoleon wasn't actually short; he was Favorite, hmm. so that part wasn't factual. But of yeah, all the I, rumors. It's, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's a it's just a it's an odd thing, and I I know that there are a lot of women that actually prefer men who are. Like tall, like tall dudes mm-hmm. have to be over six foot or I don't know, whatever the hell the preference is. Yeah, I and don't know like, either. Like here. there are guys out there and, you know, I, I, I work in an office uh, environment. So, yeah, I hear these type of conversations. Ironically, I hear it more frequently now. Like there's a, a new crop of guys that have come into the office mm, that fun. are a little. Yeah, exactly. They're a little more seasoned. They've been in the uh, in the finance industry for a long time, um, and they just were around that environment. So they are just very loose with what type of things they talk about. Yeah. Um, and some of it, it's just awful. You know, um, yeah, of course. They, they talk about what they want in a woman. They talk about their ideal woman, that sort of thing. And it's like they <laughs> they get it down to like, all right, I want her to have these measurements. I want her to be this weight and stuff like that. It's like, man, yeah. no wonder – People are so self-conscious when they go out there because they got yeah. guys like this who are just eyeing them up saying, no, no, she's not worthy. It's like, who the fuck are you? Like, maybe she yeah. don't want you. And they usually look like fucking garbage. What I, what I appreciate lately is the the common idea that you should be open to um, just any number of, of, of people that come your way. You know, I mean, no matter if they fit your particular uh, you know, preference because that's what, that's what it is. It's a preference. It's not a demand. You know, right. if, you, if you fall for somebody, it should never come down to, Oh, well, I wanted somebody who was five eleven. They're only five, six. Uh, yeah. I agree on that part. I don't yeah. like the idea of you need to be open to someone in that cultural way that I think it's being kind of negatively used towards women hmm. in the sense of like, you need to not friend zone this guy. You need to give this guy a chance. He's a nice guy. It's a, it's nice guy culture. I get so, you. Yeah. So that same argument of like, you need to be open to this and that. It's like, well, bitch, maybe you like, she doesn't actually have any interest in you. Right. And that's just a thing that happened. You well, have to I mean, deal that's, with it. that's, that's a whole different conversation. I feel. And I know that I know that you weren't getting that vibe from me, but it did bring us to this interesting topic, which is, yeah, I mean, if it comes down to it, and there's a, a guy who thinks, oh, I'm a nice guy. I look good. I've got this and that and all that. It's like, it doesn't necessarily mean that she's going to like you, dude. It's oh, just, yeah. yeah. You know? You're not entitled to anything. That's what yeah, happens at, yeah. the, that's what it, at the end of the day. You're yeah. not entitled to anyone. No yeah. one has to date you. No one has to sleep with you. Like, right. you're not entitled to shit. <laughs> and that goes across genders, across orientations, all of it. You're yeah. not entitled to anything. Yeah. And I other think than the same respect that you should be giving other people. It's, there's a difference between being confident about yourself and being entitled. Yeah. You know, um, being self-confident, having that nature about you, it kind of flies in the face of being entitled because entitlement yeah. comes from, uh, you know, just feeling, um, you know, not good enough. To the well, point those where, guys that are talking about measurements, they're entitled. That's yeah. that's fucking entitled. Yeah, that's that's some bullshit. That's what it is. <laughs> because, you know, even if they do end up getting their ideal mate or whatever, no one stays the same way they are forever. I mean, no. 
human beings shrink as they grow older. Um, you know, yeah. you're not going to be as tight as you are right now. It, it just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Man. Yeah. I get, I get sick of people, but yeah, I, I yeah, don't, no shit. <laughs> it's a, but all that to say, <laughs> it's a weird qualification when, um, trying to fill in a, a dating profile because it's yeah. like, I hope I don't miss out on somebody good because they aren't five, four, they're five, five, you know? Yeah. It's, very, it's just very strange. I'm not. It doesn't even. It doesn't make me angry in any way. Mm-hmm. It's. It's just like a very, like a, a, an observation thing that I. Well, let me like, ask you huh, this. That's a thing. Is All it? Right. Is it like a scale on the dating app that you were looking at, or is it just like flat out? No, it's enter your exact height. Oh, it's enter your height. Okay. But yeah. They, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. It's it's. But like you see other people's height too. Yeah. Okay? So like it's. It's there. You're entering your height. You know? <laughs> Have you, um. Literally, height matters. <laughs> I, I don't know if you're interested in this at all, but are you, um, gonna play around with the Facebook dating app when it comes out, or is that just like 100% no? I don't even know if I'm going. I deleted my dating profile that I made on a site that shall not be named within 24 hours, <laughs> yeah. less than 24 hours, because I got pissed off about something. Yeah. Um, and I. So the idea of giving Facebook more data <laughs> doesn't seem like a good idea, considering they are terrible. With they their are terrible, but what's, and their what's, security. What's interesting is is that they're trying their best. Because I read up about it a little bit out of curiosity, because with everything going on with Facebook now, with um, you know them being brought to task for leaking information and that sort of thing. Yes. I was curious how they planned to roll out this dating aspect of their mm-hmm. app because it seems like, okay, this is going to be embarrassing for everybody. So yeah. one good thing about it, at least what they're, what they're claiming is going to happen is you're not automatically signed up for it if you're a Facebook user, but it no. is part of the Facebook app. So it's like an app within an app. What they do is, <laughs> and this is, this is wild. If it works, it's interesting. Okay. But I don't foresee it working out. I think it, yeah, anyway. Um, they have a thing where you put in nine people that you have a crush on. Oh, my God. And then if that same person in your friend group reveals that they have a crush on you as well, then Facebook lets you know. However, that just feels incestuous. It feels weird, right? But it's yeah. like, other than that, they're not going to pull from your current friend roster to try to find you a date. They're going to try to find people based on their analytics or whatever. Um, you like, know, a that sort of thing. like a regular Like a regular, yeah. Okay. But it, it goes out of its way, or the intention is, it's going to go out of its way to avoid your personal friend list. Okay. So, like, sure. if you're on Tinder or something, and you, you just keep swiping, and you're like, oh, right. I know them. Goodbye. You know, you don't have to yeah. worry about that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it's, man. It's a... It's, it's all terrible. Everything yeah. is awful. It is. It is. But if you have a friend that you're interested in, just talk to that friend. Yeah. Like that, don't, like... <laughs> don't do that. Don't don't play a game. Just just shoot your fucking shot. The world's dying. Who gives a shit? Shoot your shot, baby. It's like um yeah, it's one of those uh do you like me check yes or no sort of situations in that case. Go, go poke them. Give them a poke. Do they still have that? Oh, I, don't know they have. I think they do. I think it's just buried now. 
Yeah. Like, I used to get pokes all the time because people were like, ha-ha, you know, this is annoying. I'm yeah, it you. was weirdly fun, and now we're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I got a poke. What the fuck? Oh, that thing. Yeah, okay. Who don't poke? Yeah, I... Yeah, that, I... I don't know about that. <laughs> other other people have suggested things to me. Okay. Uh, apps and what to do and whatnot, which I appreciated. Hmm. Um, my cousin was the one who convinced me to make the profile. Okay. She's a bitch, so I blame her. <laughs> uh, Cousins, man. I tell you. <laughs> fuck you. No, uh, it, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm already very jaded. So it doesn't, it doesn't help that, uh, <laughs> I'm getting into a further jaded world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just naturally that way. I'm not that, I'm, I'm not a pessimist about a lot of things in life. I am in this realm. So I'm very pessimistic. I've I seen too much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, with the way the world is now, I don't envy anybody that's going through you know, that's trying to find somebody because it's like all man. of my all of my married friends say that, and most of my friends are married because they they're older. I mean, and, yeah, as you uh, get older, that's kind of so just funny about yeah. my cousin where she was like, "You're around too many old people." <laughs> <laughs> oh God, man, it was really funny. It's always weird because, like, I I have a few younger friends as well, and yeah. it's just funny because, like. They all went through that season recently where all of them were getting married and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just like so funny because it's, it's a very like friend group sort of thing where you get an invitation to somebody's wedding and it's almost like something clicks inside of you that's like, Oh, well, you know, maybe it's time for me. And all of a sudden everybody's getting married in the same year. Yeah, I I don't really subscribe to that because I've always been like, I mean, I, you know, I should have gone to college exactly out of high school and graduated at 22 and should, you know, should have done X, Y and Z, 22, 23. Mm -hmm. um, but things happen in my life, like financially, I couldn't do it. I, you know, so like I, you know, I got into colleges. I left college specifically um, to make sure that I did not completely sink my family financially. Oh. Uh, so I left to, to help my father with his business and delayed it mm -hmm. for years, for like five years plus years. Um, and that, and I, and I don't regret it because now, like, I have more financial aid opportunities and everything like that because I'm financially independent. Or, you know, there's the, things happen in their time. Yeah. Is the point that I'm trying to make. So when I look at the timeline of other people, I also go when I see people getting married, when I saw people, especially a couple of years ago, getting married right out of college, I was like, I don't think that's going to end well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I, at the I same just, time, I'm it's skeptical. like I, so many people have, you know, gotten divorced within my family circle. Like yeah. everyone has had at least one divorce. I was talking about this to some friends over the weekend as well. Just, you know folks that get married in their early twenties, it's like, you yeah. still got a lot of mistakes to make in your early twenties, you know? Yeah. Like, and marriage might be one of those mistakes. And it was for me, it. but yeah, you know, that's right. I always forget about that. Yeah. You and my, my other BFF, she was also had pretty much the same type of story of like religious person marrying young 
divorcing young Mm -hmm. and then remarrying the right person. Yeah. And there's, you know, obviously I'm not ashamed of it because I've talked about it several times on the show, but yeah, I mean, I hope no one uh, is too ashamed about that sort of thing because people make mistakes. Sometimes they're more costly than others, but it's life. You know, it's just part of the journey. This is what happens. I'm not shaming it. I'm just saying that I'm very aware of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm very aware of, like, you should take counseling with people before and during marriage. Like, you should do this. You should, like, you can't avoid, you know, every, like, I definitely, when I was younger, I felt like I will never do it if there's even a 1% chance of failure. Now I'm like, that's stupid. But, you know, I was stubborn too, because when I grew up in a home, you know, I won't say broken home because it didn't feel like that, but my home is broken. (laughs) I grew up with, I grew up with divorced parents as most American children did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We all did. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying is, is like, I promised myself as a young man, like I'm never going to get divorced. And then it was like, yeah, if I ever have a kid, I'm never gonna you know break up with uh, the baby's mother and stuff like that because i don't want to have a kid grow up like i grew up because you know i feel like that was unfair blah 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 yeah but then i realized like okay this is real life (laughs) and sometimes it's healthier to split yeah exactly Like to be better parents to the kid and it's healthier to split before you have a kid you know (laughs) because oh we've talked about this at length too on the show just like having a baby to stay together is not it's a great idea go do it guys yeah and we're yeah. just, see, this is one reason why I'm glad you had me watch Six Feet Under because I've oh, seen yeah. the mistakes. And I mean, obviously, it's very fictionalized and, and just off the rails. But yeah, I've seen what you, a terrible. You know what the uh, sad part is? I watched that show and I yeah. swear to God, I'm like, I'm related to all of these people. <laughs> as crazy as you think everyone is on that show, I can tell you that I have blood relation to most of them. Man. Yeah, man. they're fucking nuts. Yeah. I mean, we've all got folks like that in our family. But what's interesting <laughs> is, is that, you know, you find out about that sort of thing, like well ahead of time. I have to like figure it out on my own, giving context clues years later. What do you mean? Like, for instance, um, I don't want to give it for instance. No, I take that back. But yeah, just situations where you wonder why you stop seeing a certain relative, you know, like you had an uncle and he stops mm-hmm. coming around. And it's like, well, what happened to him? Oh, well, he and your aunt got divorced like five years ago. But, you know. Oh, you had that kind of thing happen. Right. But nobody told oh, you because yeah. you were a kid. So, yeah. you know. You no, just no. I had, I had adults around me that uh, did not view boundaries of adults and children mm-hmm. in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. So they just said everything. And, and I definitely met other people that had that. And they, are, they also have the cynical nature. It's of one like, end of the spectrum. Or everything's going to be bad, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. It's one end of the spectrum or another because you either get too much information or you don't get any at all. Because, yeah. and I mean, that's fair. The last thing you're thinking about is, okay, we need to figure out how we're going to break the news to Matt about why his aunt and uncle I, broke up. I, I don't know what I would choose if the, if the two choices were you're given all of this information and then you're scared to do X, Y, and Z. Right. Or you're given none of this information and you do X, Y, and Z and you fuck up a lot and you have a lot of failures. Like you, you, you have failures either way, but like you learn the really hard way. 
I mean, there's things that I've learned about my family and things that I've wanted to know more about that unfortunately I can't because it's yeah. been lost to family members that have passed away. Like this stuff, this stuff that I want to ask my mom that I can't because yeah. she's just no longer here. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's recipes that I'm getting in a real sad place right now, but I promise we'll, we'll, we'll swing up. We'll, we'll make it a, you know, a better I was episode like, this after is this. Be a funny episode. Ooh, man. <laughs> no, no. Um, just like, I'll, I'll end it on this. There's just recipes that she used to make that I'll never have again because I didn't yeah. th- I didn't have the foresight to like you know ask like how do you make this like uh, your tuna and noodle casserole like it used to be that's the same stuff that like my my grandmother talks about that too yeah how like you didn't think to write down X Y and Z exactly like she showed me how to make it a few times but it was like I was a bachelor I wanted to order pizza I wasn't thinking about that you know yeah um and I'm like well I'll pick it up later. <laughs> and I just, you know, things happen. Guys, the moral of the story is don't watch Six Feet Under because it will make you introspective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this That's somehow, this began as a conversation about the stigma of people that are a certain height and why that matters to dating sites. But yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's just a yeah, weird, it's, it's a weird qualification for a potential partner. Just like, yeah. You ain't five four. We ain't doing it no more. You're out. It's all weird. That's that's the ultimate lesson. If I can give you guys any lesson, it's that everything in life is weird, and then you die. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's the place happens. I'm in. So, all right, let's. That was like more more like uh, one of our classic episodes where we just like talked about life and shit for a whole hour or so. So, I guess we should lean into. We did it for 20 minutes though. We 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 got a little better. <laughs> we got a little better. Uh, so that was my. All right, so we got some questions from people's. We got some questions from y'all. Thank you guys for for writing in. Um, for those that want us to discuss a certain topic or you have a question about something that we discussed, or if you find yourself talking to your car radio as you're driving along somewhere, go mm-hmm. ahead and write us whatever that is, and we'll, we'll read it on air and respond back to you so you're not crazy. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. You they can like tweet us that. at Lex and Matt. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Lex and Matt. Anywhere you want to be, that's where we're at. So check Yeah, us you out. can direct message us. I check the the unread messages thingy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you're a robot, I see those sexy pictures. I know you keep wanting to send them my way. <laughs> I am DTF. <laughs> Lex will totally hook up with a sexy robot. I love fucking with those robots, especially when they comment. Like what? when they message, I don't do anything. Did you? Did I send you the the Quentin Tarantino one that I did? Oh, I don't think so. So it was like, God, I don't remember. It was basically like, you know, do you want to make money doing like whatever the fuck? And I was like, sorry, Quentin Tarantino already pays me for those sweet, you know, foot pics or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just fucking with robots. <laughs> so that's My favorite one was one that you just posted today in your timeline on Instagram, which was somebody posted because tomorrow's <laughs> tomorrow's nine eleven. So somebody That's posted not what I'm laughing at. It's yeah. a very sincere and it's the last I can put I'll post this um in the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. It's the la it's a very sincere, very like somber picture, the last sunset of nine ten two thousand one. So the day before nine eleven, before the towers fell. And it's the Twin Towers 
And, you know, the background is like, it, it's overcast and dark and it looks really gloomy. It does feel like ominous, like something bad is coming. Right. <laughs> and, a, and a bot commented, I need a strong man to accompany my sleep tonight. <laughs> Tongue emoji, winky emoji. What would you do to me if you were in bed alone with me? And I just was like, I am a huge fan right now of this robot <laughs> trying to fuck 9-11. Like, <laughs> You know what? You said it's time to shoot your shot. So that robot shot its shot. That robot's like, what if I fuck? Not even, it's not 9-11. What if I fuck September 10th? Yes. So specifically, <laughs> that robot has a fetish for September 10th. Oh, that oh. was my favorite thing ever. I, I read wild. that like 12 times. And then the people in the comments were like, this is so disrespectful. I'm like, it's a foot. It's a robot. It doesn't. They <laughs> They don't know. Like, they have it programmed. Man. It's just doing... I mean, I assume it's like Twitter, where it's just a bot that they programmed. It's got to be, because some of that stuff is so stilted, and it's got just, like, such bad grammar. I can't imagine. It's the same every time. Yeah. Yeah. So all that to say... (laughs) (laughs) Dropping our our, our DMs, and our DMs, because, as one of my favorite wrestlers likes to say, Lex is your uncle and your daddy. So go ahead and tell her how you feel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, there's nothing inherently gross about it. It's just the. Like, no, it, it feels gross. It, it does. It, it feels very it gross. It really does. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so. But yeah, if you ever see bot comments on our Instagram <laughs> or Facebook, or whatever, just know that you can return to it because more than likely I'm going to fuck with it. Yeah. I used to delete them. Now I'm like, no, I'm going to have fun with this. We should so just read them on the show. That's We should just make a segment bot comments. Yeah, if it keeps happening, I'll do it. I'm Why not? <laughs> Should I try to message with them too? <laughs> you did that with that one bot one time, and that oh, killed me. That was no. a long years ago. You and I were fucking with a bot that was in a comic group that we were yes, in. Yes, that was that so was great. Fun. She had a personality; like she was really trying. It was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I I remember. I think we messaged each other, and I was a little bit worried that it was, <laughs> wasn't a bot. And you were like, "Nah, don't worry, it's a bot." Like, watch, watch this. <laughs> it was. So. Yeah. All right. So when the bots come. They're going to kill us first, but it'll be worth it. Yes. Because right? <laughs> we just wouldn't stop fucking with them. So we got some listener. We got some real people who messaged us this week. So here we go. First message came from Unlucky Dreamer on Instagram who wanted us to discuss whether we are going to go ahead and pick up the Xbox Scarlet, which is the code name for the new Xbox. Okay. Uh, I was on the way, or PS5. Or if we're just discuss, if we're just eagerly anticipating Luigi's Mansion three, have you ever played when Luigi's that, Mansion? When does this come out? Luigi's Mansion, by I the way. Know. I mean, okay. I, would, I would assume I would October because it's a yeah. spooky game, you know. I have never played it. I saw the E three Nintendo Direct. I saw like a trailer for it. it. Looks super cute. So I might. Man, it does look cool. I tried to play the first one years ago, and is it on? It was on it was on GameCube. So okay. when I got to it, unfortunately, it had already been like five or six years after it had released. So other games had come out that did what Luigi's Mansion did better, and the controls were just kind of eh. So I didn't really stick with it as much as I would have if it was like brand new. And I say this because 
we touched on GameCube a little bit last week. But that yeah. game, uh, that system had such a drought of good games. Yeah, to and come it had out the worst controller. Are you had, on, are, are you like a pro game? Because like the people that love the GameCube controller are like you're fucking chaotic evil. What is wrong with you? <laughs> well, see, some people would argue that fact, but I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that. Okay. The thing about um the the library for GameCube was that when a game came out from Nintendo, if you were a fan, you were playing that game. So a lot of people picked up Luigi's Mansion because they were, that was it. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. didn't like Super Mario Sunshine in retrospect. I didn't either. Yeah, but I think it's one of the weakest of the Mario games, in my mind. Yeah. Um, just because it was so detached from everything that we had learned to love about Mario. And honestly, Bowser Jr. can kick rocks. I'm all about them Koopa kids. So, you know, I wasn't really feeling that too much. And it was yeah. this weird thing about, like, oh, yeah, Peach is his mom. So at some point, Bowser and Peach had that, had hooked up while she was captured. Ugh, not, not good. Not good. Ooh, so anyway, no, yeah, Luigi's Mansion came that. out. And the whole, the whole carrot on the stick for Luigi's Mansion is, is that Mario was missing. He was in a mansion, and you, Luigi, had to bust ghosts to find him. It's ghosts. Right, right. And, you know, Luigi's all yeah. like, freaked out about it and everything. But it I, always seemed yeah. like, for the GameCube, they always it always had this vibe like they were putting their B content out on this because they were, like, holding back. Everybody yeah. wanted what, a new Zelda what game. Two on? What was Luigi's 2 on? That was on uh, 3DS. But everybody wanted okay. a new Mario game. Well, here's Luigi's Mansion. We want a new Zelda. Well, here's Wind Waker. It's 3D <laughs> shaded. Is that okay? Oh man, uh, hey, Sega, can we get a new Sonic game? Nope. But you can get Billy Hatcher and Sonic's yeah. in it. So, yeah. They're doing let's, it right with the Switch, though, man. They're, yeah. they're the Switch. All killer, no filler on that so Switch. They why, are not pulling punches. Right. So that's why I have more faith in it. Like, we, you and I were messaging about this new, new but old Zelda that's coming out, like, next week or week oh. after. Yeah, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. Yeah. We just did this last week. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of have a little more faith in it because the system has been so great. That's what, you know, so I know it's not going to be the same, but I'm like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Um, it's that it's that top-down thing, though. I'm telling you, like... Yeah, that's what's going to get me. Watch watch some videos about it before you, before you make that leap, because I, I loved I'm, it. I'm not making the leap right off the bat. Yeah. If I do, it'll probably be used down the line. Or whatever, okay. yeah. Or sale, or I—I I know they don't usually go on sale, but yeah. Lu- <clears throat> sorry, Luigi's uh, Mansion Three is more interesting to me because it, like, the gameplay looks like it's something I would dig. So it does I look fun. Yeah, like um, I'm gonna see reviews and praise and all that. So um, I guess then the other thing, uh, the other part of the question that Unlucky Dreamer asked is um, the uh, Xbox or the PS5. I'm all about. The uh, I gotta tell you, it's a PlayStation's already got my money. I have no opinion on this because okay. I do not know anything about either of them. I didn't. E- I didn't even know that it was called Scarlet. Yeah, they always come up with some wacky like code name for it. I like what Sega used to do yeah. back in the day. They used to like name it after like uh, planets, you know. I think that PlayStation needs to start thinking about not calling it numerical, like not calling it five. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, think I that, feel that the four, like maybe just stop at the four and start calling it. I don't know. I don't know, 
But, you know, they did the, but Xbox's, Xbox's naming convention is even clunkier because their, their top of the line system right now is called the Xbox One X. It's never good. Like either way, it's not like Xbox is nailing it. Like it's not, (laughs) no, I mean, they're, they're terrible, but I still feel like the five. I'm like, God, you guys are getting clunky here with the numbers. I don't they, know. Yeah. Um, I'm inclined to say PlayStation. I have historically been a PlayStation person. Yeah. So that's what I favor. I I don't know. It's tough. It's, game, game systems are expensive. Games are expensive. They're time consuming. I'm like, I don't know, man. I really like my Switch. Yeah. Should something like that? Like, I remember... Um, Back when it was PS3 versus 360, I jumped to the 360 first. Um, oh, really? That time, because yeah, because um, there was there was uh, some challenges with the price with the PlayStation oh, yeah, 3. You know, um, then they took it out had the, the Blu-ray player. Yeah, that was the yeah, big thing. and it's understandable, but it shouldn't be necessary for the uh, you know the consumer to have to pay that much more. For the for the system, like if it if it it's was that, still, well, I remember the argument was it's cheaper to do that than to buy a regular Blu-ray player, which was true at the time. At the time, yeah, but it's like I don't care about Blu-rays, you know. Oh, for me that was a huge selling point because we love movies so much. Yeah, I know you guys are like a tech household, but like yeah. for me yeah. it was like I just want to play the newest PlayStation games. Like I don't yeah, care yeah. about Blu-ray technology. But then they took out the backwards compatibility, um, you know, so. It was a commodity to have one of those original PlayStation 3s yeah. that could do backwards compatibility and yeah, Blu-ray. Them. Yeah. So I had one at one point, but it, it clocked out on me. <laughs> it has some sort of issue with it, so it's just sitting on the shelf right now, but I still have it. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with it. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to get rid of it because I still have games for it, but yeah. But they rallied back with PlayStation 4, and I think... Microsoft was yeah. on some experimental bullshit around the time uh, that that generation was starting up uh, as well, because they were talking about, um, you know, they were going to get rid of or something where they were going to get rid of discs altogether. You know, oh, so I remember that. That yeah. pissed me off. That idea really pissed me off. And ultimately, they, they're trying it now. They're yeah, trying it with this most recent release. Um, they're all going to do it, man. Yeah. Like, that's that's the, the I, I worry about that. I mean, it's a little, yeah, because I, I know you I worry about it with books. I worry about it with movies. I worry about it with games. I think that it uh, it's going to screw the consumer over. Yeah, I think we have to worry about it with books the least because I feel like there's enough of a um, um, a group there that is respectful of the tradition of reading a book, of opening that book and smelling the pages and going to a library, yeah. that sort of thing. Like, that's... That's fine. I'm not saying there's not a decline, but I feel like, you know, even as somebody that doesn't mind e-readers and, you know, Mm -hmm. reading stuff on my phone and all like that, I recognize that there's a distraction element if you're looking at a screen. Yeah, Yeah, very much so. Sometimes, I mean, for the graphic novel challenge, for the majority of the books that I'm getting, I get the physical copy because I know. I've done mostly digital because I just don't have the money. (laughs) Yeah. No, I understand. You know, for if me, you had the choice, like, though, would it would it would it be the same? Like if no, you if you could afford, no. okay, it, I would buy every book. Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm still trying to figure out. You know, we've been talking about some cool things to do for like the end of the year and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we finish this, I'm wondering like 
if I shouldn't just give a listener the books that I've been reading, but we'll come back to that. Maybe um, some of them and then maybe. just sell the rest or whatever. Cause I don't, I don't do it for every single book that I checked out either. So I have a good number of them that I've picked up. Um, mostly because, you know, I want to support their coast and I want to support, uh, Chicago comics right. after that weird right. break in, uh, that they yeah, had over the summer. Weird. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'll go and I'll pick up a book for the graphic novel challenge. Yeah. Most of the physical books that I've read have been, uh, books that I already own that I yeah. just had got around to reading or like right now I'm reading why the last man. So I own all of those already. I'm just uh, rereading it cause it's been quite a few years. Um, but yeah, I, I, the digital thing worries me. Uh, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Selfishly, uh, selfishly, I'll say this too. Sony owns Insomniac, uh, part and parcel now completely. Yeah. So I'm guessing you're going to try to use that next Spider-Man game from them to drive the next That's system that they put out. really, really mad, but I know it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So yeah. Xbox has Halo. That's that's a waning franchise. Uh, Gears of War, I feel like that's kind of on its swan song as well. It's on five right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crackdown came and went. Nobody cared about that. Um, yeah. Since we're on the topic of video games. Mm-hmm. So D is now playing um, Arkham, um, whichever the last Arkham game was. Arkham Knight. Uh, yeah. City? Wait, no, that's the second one. Sorry. That was the second one. You had it right. So I... You most of these designs I love for the characters, for the city, for Batman, mm-hmm. all of them. Um, the only one that I have a complaint about is Poison Ivy because they just basically gave her a dress shirt. I don't said, remember to be honest. Yeah, because that's all there is to it. She's basically just naked, wearing panties and a, a, a man's shirt. That's it. I've seen the um, the like remastered first two. Like yeah. copy for the PlayStation, and I've been very curious about that. Like revisit, I'm like, are those worth revisiting? Oh, like, they are. absolutely. That's that's what I was thinking. That might yeah. be a purchase in the future. Once yeah. again, this is like, god damn it! I wish that was on my Switch. I wish I could get the whole trilogy on my Switch and then just sit there and have that, like, or take it with me in between classes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice on the Switch for sure. So, um, Nintendo listening, somehow <laughs> that will happen. Um. I'm getting more and more tempted to get Switch, or Switch. I'm more, getting more and more tempted to get Skyrim on the Switch. Yeah. And I've played that game five times already. It doesn't probably. matter. <laughs> I've owned three copies of it. It's it's my favorite game. I can't even deny it. It's like everything else is a second. You know, everything else moves around second. It's it's my favorite fucking game. Um, Terry from Third Coast picked it up, and. I was trying to talk him out of it because I'm like, I've heard bad things about the Switch version and, you know, they're, yeah, they're asking for, uh, you know, full, full cost for it and everything like that. And he's like, yeah, dude, but it's Skyrim. I'm like, yeah, it is Skyrim. Fuck. <laughs> That's the problem that I have with it is the full cost element. I don't think yeah. it should cost that. I think it should be like 30 bucks. At most. Yeah. If not At 20. Most, yeah. 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 I mean, I 20, missed the days. 20 would be ideal. 30 would be pushing it. Yeah, I miss those PlayStation 2 classic days of like, oh yeah, this is 20 bucks, enjoy, mm-hmm. full game, no That's DLC. That's about the price of those Arkham, though, like yeah. the the um, dual copy or whatever of uh, Asylum and City. Yeah. And I was like, shit, those games are fun. And like, I, I have the PlayStation, but like, it's, like I said, it's got a little bit of a problem with it. I don't remember what's wrong with it. 
So I'm like, mm, maybe I should just buy that and replay them. But then yeah. I'm like, what time? And I think that I think the Return to Arkham stuff. I think it comes with all like the DLC costumes too. Like the. Do uh, you like the Arkham Knight? The last one. I liked them all. Like you know, I, I know I, a lot of people had complaints about the the, the Batmobile, but I, I thought it. it was an interesting mechanic. And yeah. yeah, I thought it was cool. I, I enjoyed the story. I love the action. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just I love this world, and it's too bad that they're done with it now. But yeah. I mean, there's really nothing else they can do. It's <laughs> like the the opening of the game, and I feel like it's been long enough to to you know go ahead and spoil it. Like you fight Joker, of course, this is a Batman game. Yeah. The first two games, um, he dies, and the opening of Asylum, or rather, the opening of Arkham Knight. Night, yeah. Just so, just so you know, you're not gonna be fighting Joker anymore. They cremate him, and you're in there with him, and you see the whole thing. Yeah. There's a burning clown, and then it turns into the logo that's on fire. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah it was good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Good, so good there's stuff. no question. There's no question. <laughs> yeah, if I buy a game soon, it would probably be that. Like to replay those. That's that's what I would was thinking. I was thinking about like these types of things the other day of like, oh man, what kind of superhero game would I want? Like open world kind of thing. And yeah. you know, Spider Man really is that successor to Arkham. Like yeah. that, that it's is always that kind game. of been that way too. Like yeah. Arkham just always felt like a good Spider Man game. Like initially, yeah. I should say. And then it got its own type of vibe once you really mm. get into it. But initially, it's like, yes, this is this is carrying the torch of the PS2 Spider-Man games, you know, that Yeah, that would be so much fun. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't that know. That was man. Activision, right, that made those? Oh, man, what did that? I know Treyarch was the dev. I don't remember. Yes, Activision was the... Okay, um, yeah. Yeah, they were the yeah. publisher. Um, Not Treyarch, who was it? Never soft, never soft. Yeah, with the never eyeball, soft. with the little stabby yes. thing through it. Anywho, yeah. Okay, so that's video games. Yeah, so um, we're both kind of PS Five. Yeah, that's our <laughs> our answer. So um, we got another message stating that uh, we never talked about that atomic cake and its greatness. Uh, this is something that I touched on briefly uh, in our um, in our portion of the episode with D last week. I said mm-hmm. that we would have to try the atomic cake and. Uh, discuss it on since last we spoke as a resnaculous thing. Um, yeah, so this, this atomic cake, what it is, it's like different cakes, but they're so seamlessly layered together into one entity. Okay. And I hear it's just fucking amazing. <laughs> I'll look this up real quick. So this is, um, this is something. Is this like I, a local thing or is yeah, this a real thing? I've never heard of it before, but apparently it's a local thing because it, when I was talking about the Atlas Obscura Chicago, Chicago stuff last week, and we we're talking about that weird bone in ass pork chop sandwich. Oh, um, this is look, this looks, this looks weird. It does look weird, but it's resnaculous. So I got it. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah. See, people keep on calling me out on that now. See that? This is what just if something looks extra weird and kind of gross, they're like, well, you got to try it. Resnaculous. This is what happens <laughs> when I you, bite off more than I can chew. Uh, you this is made my your fault. bed, bud. Now you got to oh, lie in it. Oh, absolutely. I, I accept that. But I'm also lamenting the fact. You asked for fact. all of it. 
<laughs> because Hostess decided to try to be funny and start posting random bullshit that they're coming up with, but it's not real. But they, no, they posted, yeah, um, it's got to be a real official thing, and you have the right to veto it. You know? Oh yeah, of course, of course. But you know, just for the love of the game, it's like, all right, I might want to get in there. Um, but Hostess posted a, a fake picture on their Twitter account that people take at face value. Uh, which is uh, some type of pickle-flavored Twinkie. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like some some real white people bullshit. <laughs> that's some that's some Elvis Presley bullshit. Yeah, it was peanut butter and pickle Twinkie. Ugh, no. Yeah. yeah. So I'm out, and I'm glad yeah, I'm that out it doesn't too. exist. Um, but yeah, so shout out to Calumet Bakery here in Chicago, or you know, in Chicago land. <laughs> Well, that's where you need to go. That's where I need to go to get this atomic cake. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that. Um, yeah. I, I really. I mean, you really need to to try it and then give us the full the full review. I absolutely will, and it's a cake, so obviously I'm going to be sharing it mm-hmm. with, with parties. We so. had this um, Lizzo um, dessert thing that was in Tampa because Lizzo was coming to play a show here and just today she went and got this thing and it's like a customized cookie that this local bakery made yeah yeah I, I was we were before. messaging back and forth about it oh but before right. we go any further I just want to thank yeah. Pauline yes uh, thank you who was at Zavala Z-A-V-A-L-A-6 on Instagram she posts all kind of cute pictures up there she's got a very adorable dog and who yes, just knows how to smile so for the cute. camera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is a cute dog. Super cute dog. Oh, one more one more little thing mm-hmm. before we go any farther. So um, I love our fan base. You know, we've got a lot of people that support us and everything that we do. And a couple of our listeners actually um, started their own podcast uh, oh. fairly recently. So um, I just want to make sure I get the name right. Cut all of this. Yeah, out. that's awesome. I'm glad you guys are out there making stuff. Yeah. Proud of all of you. Yeah, so the podcast is called Semi Irregular with Denise and Lucy. They just Ooh. launched this past week. Uh they're and they're and it's ladies podcasting? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I well, I didn't want to hundred percent imply based off of the, but based off the names, I'm like, oh, I love that even more. Yes. Yeah. And they describe it as a weekly podcast hosted by two plus-size Latinas from Chicago. Join us each week as we share our thoughts on film, television, music, and pop culture. I checked out the first two episodes. I enjoyed it. They have a oh, good, that's uh, awesome. They have a good rapport with one another, and they have two very distinct voices, which is always something that I like about podcasts when, pe- when the mm-hmm. hosts sound different enough that you don't have to wonder. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yes, but, I love that. That's yeah. great. So wish you guys all the best. And uh, yeah, check them out, everybody. I'm so, so glad I'm you brought that up right. because I did not know about this. And that's amazing. Wish you wish you awesome babes luck. <laughs> I don't mean that in a sexist way. I just I like calling women babes because I'm like, you know what? You're friggin awesome. So, yeah, if you do it, it's endearing. If I do it, then it's yes, derivative. Yes, you're not allowed to do it. I'm drawing that line in the sand. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I accept that. And I, <laughs> I'm with you 100%. So, you're saying Lizzo. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, Lizzo, um, basically, they made this, like, extravagant 
dessert type thing. So it's like a milkshake and it's got, they've been doing this lately, resnaculous type of, type of thing. It is truly yeah. a resnaculous dish. So it's like a milkshake and it's got like a sparkler coming out of it, like a <laughs> cupcake and a cookie that has her image and like her lyrics and everything on it. And what was really cool is because they did this because she's playing here and uh. like doing the show. She's on tour. And, like, they're doing a local thing. You know, they get a write-up in the news. Lizzo actually went there today, like, a couple <laughs> hours ago, and she got the damn thing. Yes. And was posting about it online. So, as of right now, you can go see that post. I but. saw it. I actually have related news about Lizzo and sweets. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, today, Cookie Monster tweeted. Okay. <laughs> he just he tweeted, he just took a DNA test. And turns out, me 100% cookies. <laughs> and Lizzo oh my God. <laughs> tweeted back to him. <laughs> what she say? She goes, even when me crumble crazy, me got shortbread problems. That's the monster in me. Nom nom, then me eat them. That's the cookie in me. And then a little cry emoji. Because, I mean, who wouldn't be, like, overwhelmed if Cookie Monster tweeted their lyrics? Oh, That'd be so great. God. That is so funny. <laughs> And her response was perfect. Oh, my yeah. God. Love her. Following Cookie Monster on Twitter is one of the best decisions I've made in recent history. Because he's, he's great. If not, I'm going to go do it right now. You need to follow Cookie Monster on Twitter. I'm telling you. You will not be disappointed. He, um, he sang the seventh inning stretch in Chicago uh, a few weeks ago for <laughs> a Cubs game. He, he's at me, Cookie Monster. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's verified. If Cookie Monster yeah. can get verified, we need to get verified. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> ask him That's if he knows so Ernie Hemberg. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Something else I found out about Cookie Monster today, it was kind of sad, but kind of funny in a way, too, which is <laughs> Cookie Monster doesn't eat cookies. He eats painted rice cakes because the cookie grease would ruin his fur. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense too, because it like it's crunchy. It makes sense, but it, so it, many yeah. adults were upset about this. I'm like, for years, we've seen that the cookie falls out of his mouth, but this is what got us all up in arms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what upset people. Like, oh my god, yeah. he's not living that cookie life. He's I'm not so actually eating cookies. He's dieting. This isn't right. <laughs> They went through that thing a few years ago where they tried to, like, get him to talk about vegetables every now and then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it, you know, just kind of probably coincide with, uh, you know, the Obama administration and everything like that. Yeah. I Michelle yeah. probably wrote a nice little letter, said, hey, maybe Cookie Monster's probably eating, like, you know, vegetables sometimes. <laughs> I mean, that's what that show has always been. Like, it's public um, education. Like, that's what the intention was for it. So, right. it makes sense. Right. It makes sense. It's just another it's thing funny. people kind of like got up in arms about. Like, oh, the name is Cookie Monster, not Vegetable Monster. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Why are you trying to make it all PC? Whatever we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You goddamn liberals. Yeah. Yeah. Be, be careful online. Uh, sweet chili babies over the next week or so because uh what's going on oh no well bill burr who i think okay. is funny i okay. i enjoy bill burr's comedy okay but he put out a new comedy special on netflix and okay. what is that? W when that happens 
people who are looking, uh, people who say things online like, yeah, take that, SJWs, oh, they kind of rally behind his shit a little hard, you know? Gotcha. Like, every comment that you'll see about his stand-up special, it won't be, oh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Or, oh, you know, not his best. It's going to be uh, something like, yeah, lefties. It's like, mm, I to just... Be- other side of the coin i thought you were gonna say a lot of people are gonna get offended over the weekend because that's what happens when a new comedy special comes out too which is has happened numerous times every time sometimes warranted sometimes yeah Yeah, i mean yeah yeah. it's like (laughs) but it's like every time i understand that you're like every time a comedy special comes out now it's like jesus people god damn Bill Burr has been doing the same type of comedy for the past decade and a half, I'd say. And that's who he is. You know, times have changed, but he hasn't. And, you know, he's just got that. I mean, he's clearly making it work. He's making it work. He's got his fan base. Um, I went to see him live uh, a few months ago, actually. Uh, He took me to see him. and. Yeah, because like we've we've enjoyed his previous specials, that sort of thing. You know, you take what he says with a grain of salt because it's a yeah. it's comedy. You know, he's not really going to leave his wife in a zombie apocalypse and get in a helicopter and just say fuck that and kick her out. No, that's obviously a joke. That's not. Yeah, there's there's jokes like that, and then there's jokes that don't feel like jokes. And when yeah. when it doesn't, when I'm listening to it, and I go, this feels like you're trying to make a joke out of something that you have a real problem with. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, I get uncomfortable. That's exactly what I was getting at. Common, you know, because yeah, when we, when we went to see him live, he had like three openers and mm. all of those guys were just like straight up angry white men. Yeah. It was just yeah. like, you know, this is the type of humor, uh, that they think people are there to see. And right. it's like, you don't get the appeal of Bill Burr. Bill Burr is like an Archie bunker yes. as much as he's doing, this is his character. Yes. You know, he's an actor. Absolutely. He's an accomplished actor. And the things that he says are calculated in order to garner a response. Um, yes. You know, to make you uncomfortable and then ease back a little bit on it to make you laugh. Like, that's right. that's his thing. These guys would just get up there and, like you said, just start spouting things that, obviously, they've been stewing on for a while. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I. they treat it more like a rally. Than a, than a comedy yeah. special. You can feel the difference thing. between someone who's crafting comedy and someone who's just rambling and yeah. rambling and one of those, angry. <laughs> one of those indicators is when they go, oh, too soon? Like that. Like, not only is that hacked, yeah. Yeah. that's like, dude, if you're getting groans as a comedian, you should try to figure out how to get laughs instead or right. realize what you're really doing here. And it's difficult. Like, it's a very – I'm not going to say, like, I could do X, Y, and Z better. Like, I, no, no. It's very tough. Like, stand-up comedy is very difficult. That's oh, why yeah. when someone does it really well, it's just magic. Like, right. it, it's not. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of working that routine out, but it's also magic at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So – I mean, I get that. Yeah. Everybody wants to go home feeling good about themselves. Um, yeah, but I understand crowd, that you're like, oh, shit, now we got to yeah. deal with this for a week or two right. or however long. <laughs> the, crowd was, uh, the crowd was good for the most part when we were there live. Uh, we saw it in the Chicago theater, and those people seemed like, all right, you know, that's the type of crowd that will get it. Yeah. Um, there was one person that shouted something out. Um, he, he was doing a setup for a joke. 
And the guy was, yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, calm down. I'm not quite going where you think I am. <laughs> yeah. Know? Usually when you're paying to see a show, yeah, people know what they're getting. They, they want to know what they're paying for. They know what they're doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. It's when you're going to a free show or a just going to a comedy club at night and it's whoever's up that night is, oh, so, you know, man. that's when you, that's when you can, it can really get dicey. You know, I, I, I'm fascinated by that because, you know, you're there to see a show. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if I talked about this on the show or not, but there was an incident um, a little while ago with uh, Chance the Rapper where he went to go see a show. And he okay. tweeted about it. it was just kind of it was not that good, you know. Right. And then the the stand up got on Twitter and was like, "Hey, you know, you came out to see us at uh, you know, the Comedy Cellar, but that wasn't yeah. a show. We were just working out. We were just trying to work some yeah, stuff out that we take on the road. That's what it's they like, do. Yeah. I get it, but people are paying to see that, you know. Yeah, it's like, but they're usually yes and no. They're not paying the same amount that you're. Like, like sometimes they're just paying for drinks or okay. they're paying like, you know, five bucks, 15 bucks or whatever. Like they're not, they're not paying 50 bucks to go to the comedy store. No, no, you're so, not. So, so there is a, there is a situation of you get what you pay for. Sure. Um, and you also, I think that if you're going to a comedy, this is just the way comedy structured right now. If you're going to a comedy club like that, okay. with the exception of like a person who is, hey, you know, uh, who's a good example? Like Burt Kreischer is going to come out here uh, Friday night. We already know in advance he's going to come out here, you know, come out Friday night to see Burt Kreischer. Yeah. So like unless you have a situation like that where, you know, you're going to pay 15 bucks to see him and then you'll see some other comedians. Most of the time, I think you you should know you're kind of going into their gym. It, sure. It's not a stadium. It's not an arena. It's not a specific show for them. It's a whoever gets up gets up, and you're just kind of there to watch the process at the same yeah. time and to maybe be the first person to hear that the kernel of the thing that's going to become, you know, John Mulaney going – my wife, like, you know, or, or <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of just enjoying the, the process of creating something. That's what I think is really cool about it. Well, I tell you what, let's do this. Let's, um, continue our conversation about stand up comedy for the patrons. Mm-hmm. Let's do a mini episode on stand up. In fact, we'll put that up shortly after, uh, we get done recording tonight. Of course, mm-hmm patrons uh get to hear it first uh you know because you guys are out yeah so yeah, yeah. well it gets to hear it only we're, this one we're we're only releasing on patreon oh, correct right. only yeah. only for the patrons only. yes only an in, in intimate conversation with lex and matt oh that standard. sounds oh no yeah we i will, felt wrong when i, I, said I do it. want to do wall of weird before <laughs> we switch over to patreon though because people deserve their walls of weird they do they do okay so, ABC News. ABC News <laughs> reports. Man driving stolen vehicle caught with rattlesnake, uranium, whiskey, and firearm. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so many right. questions. For the record. Officers in Oklahoma. 
This is yeah. not Florida. This is, yeah, you're about to say it. It's So officers in Oklahoma made a startling discovery after arresting two people at a traffic stop, only to find their vehicle contained a rattlesnake, a canister of uranium, how, why, huh? <laughs> uh, a bottle of whiskey, and a firearm. Wow. So uh, it w- pulled over Stephen Jennings and Rachel Rivera. Uh, they, <laughs> they had expired tags. That's why they were pulled over. Uh, so he was, I'm sorry, uh, his license was expired. She was a convicted felon with possession of a firearm. So both of them were doing something illegal, arrested for that. Um, the vehicle, God, the vehicle was also stolen. So there's a lot, lot of layers to this one, guys. Yeah. Layers. Yeah. Uh, Wow. So so when the impound of the vehicle begins to start moving compartments, there's a rattlesnake in the back seat. What a nightmare. (laughs) So I have several questions. Was the rattlesnake loose? Was it alive? Was it? Sounds like, yes, it it was. Okay. It sounds like it was indeed alive. In the back. Okay. From what I'm reading. So, let's see. Uh, (laughs) As the officer... That's what I'm trying to remember. As the officers continued to search the vehicle, they spotted an open bottle of Kentucky whiskey near a firearm. Okay. Open container. Not great. But then they discovered a container of yellowish powder that was labeled (laughs) uranium. The surprise is going to come at the end of this story. No yes, no, yeah. Because Jennings told the officers that he had your uranium because he recently purchased a Geiger counter to test metals, uh, and the chemical element came with the purchase. He oh. joked, he joked, quote unquote joked, meaning he really wanted to do this with the officers <laughs> that he was trying to create a super snake. <laughs> So. so that just goes to show you, kids, if you're going to try to fuck with nature, don't have a pre-existing record. Uh, so the uranium, I guess, was inspected but did not result in charges because it was a legal amount of uranium. So apparently you can have a legal amount of uranium. Which there I are people know. in jail for having a dime bag of weed. Yeah. In jail for 30 years. This man with a snake, liquor... And uranium. Oh yeah, no, it's cool. White too. So also that, also that. I mean, it, I don't so, think that was in question given the details of the story thus far. <laughs> so the snake was also legal uh, because there, it says that they like apparently they it was within his rights because there were seasons where you can hunt rattlesnakes in the state of Oklahoma, <laughs> and it happened to be one of those seasons. Okay. Wow. It still did not say if the rattlesnake was alive. Oh, reading further down, unfortunately, it was euthanized. So, yeah, it was alive at the time. Why would they euthanize it? I don't know. I mean, maybe... Maybe they were worried it was a super snake. Yeah, the snake was taken from the scene Where's and the euthanized. Either said. way, okay. Yeah, you the got it. was inspected, yeah. Aww. Yeah, that sucks, but at the same time... I don't super want no snake. Super snake. No, I don't want no super snakes running around. I don't want no super snake. <laughs> Done with your shit, super snake. <laughs> so yeah, wow. That uh man. That happened. That happened. Yeah. I I was expecting a, a, a you know 
a super snake at the end of that story. But no. uh, it it should have had a super snake. A drunk super though. snake. Oh God, a drunk <laughs> super snake that's just firing pistols. So he's not he's not in jail because it says that Jennings could not immediately be reached by ABC News. So he's out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'll give you one guess as to what his skin tone was. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen yeah. Jennings. Stephen Jennings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stolen vehicle. Rattlesnake. Gun. I mean, all that was missing was him just firing off shots in the air, like you said. Just, ah. How was there not more meth in that story? That's the part that confuses me. How was, that, how was there not more meth in that man during the story? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It seems like it was a meth story but didn't have meth i don't know either way wow okay so yeah that was that was that was wall worthy absolutely yeah yeah (laughs) it was the combination of all the things that really sold me on that story this Uh, week yes 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 all right guys we're gonna go switch over to patreon you can uh subscribe to patreon by going to patreon.com slash lex and matt you get exclusive goodies, like stickers. We got some special stickers going on right now. Uh, and then we've got exclusive episodes, like the one we're going to post tonight. Mm-hmm. So go check that out. Right on. And, of course, if you'd like more Lex and Matt, you can visit LexandMatt.com. Um, no, LexandMattPod.com. If you'd like more Lex and Matt, you can visit LexandMattPod.com. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, check out everything we got to offer there. Uh, as always, I'm Matt Peters. I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. Bye.